Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do, 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 do. That's not it, is it? Da, da, da. What am I singing? What are you trying to sing? I, I was trying to do your bit at the beginning of it, but... Do, 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 do. That's something else. What are you trying to sing? The Friends theme tune? Uh-huh. You're trying to sing the Friends theme yeah, tune? Yeah, well, originally, but then <laughs> what? I'm singing something else. Da, na, na. No, I can't sing it because I can't... <laughs> Here's what it should sound like. Hi, I'm Pete and this is Dave. Hello, Pete. That was... <laughs> If anything, the worst start we've ever had, because you were just sort of talking it through. I briefly considered mixing up and doing something different, and then I thought, no, it's a tried and tested formula, let's stick to it. What would you have done if you were going to do something different? Like, improvise it now. I'd, I'd probably have said hello in, like, a slightly different way, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Hi. The variety is just really there for us, isn't it? <laughs> um, welcome to Friends with Friends! Hello! Uh, welcome to another episode where we dissect an episode of Friends and go through it in lots of detail. That's what we do, isn't it, Dave? That is indeed what we do. We have a different friend on each week. And shall we meet this week's friend, Pete? Yes, yes, I would like to do that. Um, this week's friend is the TV presenter, radio presenter and YouTuber, Luke Franks. Hello, Luke Franks. Hello. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Here he is. Friends with Friends. Did you enjoy the star? What did you think of Pete's hello? Yes, it was good. <laughs> yeah. I like the improvised one. <laughs> the improvised one where he said hi. Yeah. And it was <laughs> yeah. basically the same. Similar, but... Well, I'm just just trying to mix it up. Just trying to mix it up. It did everything you needed to do, so yeah, five, I mean, five stars from me. Gets the message across of yeah. hello, doesn't it? Yeah, Which is sort so. of all we're really after. Yeah. Um, how are you? Are you well? I'm well, thanks. Yeah, good. I watched the episode uh, an hour before I come here. Yeah. So, well, so let's talk about the process for you picking your episode because yeah. I've got a theory about what it is. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> because you've just flown back from holiday uh-huh. and I think you looked at the Friends episodes on the plane that were available <laughs> yep. and picked one of them. Yeah, downloaded the one next. But I thought... Is that actually what happened? <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's definitely what happened. I panicked. I chose one and then changed my mind and then chose another one that you could download on the plane and then didn't watch on the plane because I didn't have enough battery on my phone. Uh, so I watched it an hour before I came here. So Absolute story. shambles. Yeah, but I I, it, to be honest, I only watched it about an hour and a half ago as well. So while I wasn't on a plane, it's also quite fresh. Yeah, I watched this literally 20 minutes ago. And then Brilliant. about halfway through, Luke texted me going, this one's not very good, is it? Can we choose another one? <laughs> but I disagree. I think it is quite a good one. Right. There is there is one part of this the story in this episode that I really like and then the rest I don't. Okay. Well, we'll come on to that in a second. Um, before we crack on to the actual episode, let's talk about actual friends. Yeah. I mean, like, we have a lot of friends, super fans on this podcast. 
Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to like me. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Why? What's your... Like... I just can't remember anything. Like, generally, in life, normally, it's probably a problem that I should address at some stage, but with friends particularly, I can't remember anything. So, I have seen them. Like, I've seen most of them, not all of them. Um, And I like it. I'm a big fan. A big fan. Uh, I do really like it, but I've just classically watched some in order obviously when they come on and then not the other ones and i thought this was series one when i watched it but someone else has been on my netflix and they've <laughs> moved it and it's series six so i was very confusing you can tell it's series six because they're kids, older after, yeah, afterwards yeah dave i feel like i feel like luke isn't going to excel in the quiz well no so we, at the end of the podcast obviously we do the quiz where it's like how much attention to detail have you paid and basically it's a very short-term memory test for you because it was just an hour ago but wow, let's see how, anything, how bad your brain actually is yeah yeah so that's the state i'm in with friends but i like it i mean in general you're not like amazing on like some really popular pop culture stuff like this is sort of moving away from friends so pete for example luke's knowledge of like harry potter yeah. for example is like you know everyone's got a basic hedwig no so luke's <laughs> yeah that's luke's, the thing yeah he's literally lent in and said hedwig really proudly there <laughs> and he thinks that he's gonna get away with that but that's only because every time he's tried to say it for the last five years he said hedgewig and got it wrong and he's like really proudly tried to say it and got it wrong but yeah we, we've we've done things like drinking games before in the past where you know it's been like just name a character from harry potter and luke has not even been able to name the character harry potter like he's got no frame of reference i for said certain... hedgewig about to drink annoying yeah. everyone laughed at me so your episode is the one where Chandler can't cry. The one where Chandler can't cry. Series 6, episode 14. Let me do the old Wikipedia synopsis, just in case you haven't watched it recently and you're listening to the podcast. Here it is. Chandler admits that not much makes him cry, resulting in his friends trying everything to get him to do so. Larry Joe Campbell makes an appearance. This is really who's, weird. Who's, they never they never do this in the synopsis, but this has made me click through to Larry Joe Campbell. So this is the sentence. Larry Joe Campbell makes an appearance as Phoebe's fan, asking for her autograph. Oh, who's that then? And later tells Joey he's watched all of her porn movies. Let me finish the synopsis yeah. and then we'll do it. Okay. <laughs> Phoebe discovers that <laughs> Ursula's been in pornographic movies under Phoebe's name, but Phoebe gets her back by having all of Ursula's paychecks sent to her own address. Meanwhile, Ross and Jill continue their relationship, that's Rachel's sister, although it soon becomes clear that Jill is only pursuing Ross because it irks Rachel. Yeah, great question. Who's Larry Joe Campbell? Yeah. So the guy that comes up, he's in it for about 20 seconds. Is he a fa- proper famous? Well, do you know who we, he, who we will? No, who, no, because no. we do this quite often on the podcast, don't we, Pete, where we like go, oh, I wonder. Yeah, click through, see who they are. See who they are, you know, the, the minor characters. Yeah. So I thought, we'll probably investigate him at some point, but I've just clicked through and like, he's an American actor and comedian, best known for his role as Andy on the ABC sitcom According to Jim. Yeah, I was going to need more than Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but even according to Jim doesn't help, does no, it? No, I don't know what that is. What's according to Jim? Going to click through again. But the thing is, we've read the synopses for a lot of these episodes. Like, we've done the one with Brad Pitt in it, and they didn't mention... They weren't like, Brad Pitt makes an appearance. It's just Larry Joe Campbell, who's apparently the most famous well, He's man. done very well, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, Larry Joe Campbell. Is it mentioned in his bio? Was once in Friends. Good question. No, no. He was in American Vandal, Pacific Rim. He's been in some stuff. Pacific Rim, that's recent film. That's that Transformers one. Yeah. Yeah, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's rubbish. Uh, according to Jim, that's on there, and something called the Orville. Oh, the Orville. That's um, that's, oh, the, that's the Fallon um, thing. That's the, the the fictional Star Trek thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the parody thing, which I think also did quite badly. Yeah, I say fictional Star Trek. Star Trek is also fictional, but yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> like the fictional version of that real life thing, Star <laughs> Trek. 
Um, okay, well, I think we've covered Larry Joe Campbell. Um, so, like, there's three storylines in this episode. So, do you want to start with Chandler not being able to cry? Yeah. Which I think is the boring one. Oh. Phoebe being a porn star, or Ross and Rachel and Jill? I like Ross and Rachel and Jill. All right, should we start with that? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because that's where the episode starts, isn't it? So, Joey comes into the apartment, and Rachel is just standing at the window watching the closed drapes of Ross's apartment. Yeah. And she says yeah. they've been closed for two hours, so she's been standing there for two hours yeah. watching the closed drapes. And nobody nobody goes, you okay, hun? Like, nobody <laughs> questions it. Everyone's like, oh, are you still here? Like, Monica and Chandler pop out of the bedroom and like, oh, are you still here? As if she's like, you know, revising for an exam. Yeah, it's like, oh, you, poor you, you're still here. It's like, stop being insane. You're <laughs> yeah. still here watching closed curtains. They watch a lot of people out of their window, which makes it weird. That yeah. The thing is, as erratic as Rachel's behaviour is in, in this episode when she gets very stressed, doesn't she? Mm. I think she has every right to think it's too weird that Ross is dating her sister. Yeah, that's kind of the thing I was... I think Rachel seems mad in this episode. Yeah, like, and she yeah. doesn't hide her madness at any point. No, the way she approaches it is mad, but I think it's completely understandable. You would not want your ex-boyfriend dating your sister. Yeah, Ross dating Rachel's sister is like inherently wrong. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't need to be just. That's an unwritten rule that they don't need to discuss. Yeah, Ross is being an idiot, but like Ross isn't but yeah, being classic Ross. Ross doesn't recognise that it's unreasonable or weird. Yeah, well, exactly. Because I didn't watch them in order. How did Ross meet? <laughs> Rachel's sister. He didn't watch just... them in order. <laughs> well, this is a weird one, actually, because this episode follows straight on, doesn't it, from the previous episode? As most episodes do. <laughs> no, no, but like, literally, the last episode ends with Rachel, like, standing oh. in the apartment okay. and them closing the drapes. Oh, right. So okay. literally, the sec- do you know what I mean? Like, so normally they, uh, obviously, you know, it's the next day or the next week or whatever. This is literally minute for minute. And do you remember that one, Pete? The one that before it is the one where Monica's ill. Yeah. And she's got Prime a cold and she's in the prime of Lyme. But when she comes out, <laughs> when she comes out of the bedroom, she's not ill. Oh. She was like really ill 10 seconds ago. And now she's She's fine. gone into, well, two hours ago, actually. Cause that's and no long... time has passed in that. No, in two hours has apparently passed because Rachel's just been stood there for two and a half hours watching it. And then they've come out. Monica's fine. Lemsip, probably. Yeah, probably. She's miracle cure. Night nurse, day nurse. Also, what time of day are we assuming this is? That if Ross and Jill are like having some sort of date, then surely it's the evening. Yeah, it feels like they've come back to his after a date, right? So why did Chandler and Monica come out of their bedroom in their dressing gowns? Back, well, well, because Monica's ill. Oh yeah, of course. They went to bed to have yeah. sex. Remember, she lured him in to have sex. Oh yeah. Yeah. Although I feel like that kind of context is important, and maybe it's they're used to people watching chronologically, and we're just dipping in randomly, so therefore it is a bit all over the place. But yeah, that would make much more sense. It does make wise. so it makes sense. So the last thing we see is Chandler and Monica going to have sex, and then Rachel just standing outside their bedroom she for two and them. a half hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll definitely have heard all of the ill sex. Maybe it's the sex that made Monica better. Maybe it is. There we go. There's the remedy. Great news. Says a lot for Chandler's skills. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Joey comes in to steal some food at, what, midnight or whatever? Mm. (laughs) Just eating some crisps. Rachel's just stood by the window. Is she waiting for the curtains to open? It seems an unproductive thing to do if you are stressed about that situation. Because she's got nothing going on. Right. So she's watching closed curtains. And traditionally, when you close curtains at night, you don't open open them until until the morning. morning. Yeah, Yeah. that's just the way (laughs) curtains work. So I don't know if she's expecting like, in her head, is she like, maybe they're having sex and then he'll open the curtains afterwards. Like never. That's not a thing, is it? No. Not a one. So Rachel's mad. Anyway. Although if you're in an overlooked apartment, then maybe you would close the... This isn't from experience, but maybe you would like close the curtains because you know that people like Chandler and Monica like to look out their windows at people opposite. 
Yeah, that's true. But then I just don't see why you'd open them again at like 1am. Yeah, true. You just Go and do something else. Come back later. Yeah. Or just do what she ends up doing, which is seeing him in the morning and being like, what went home last night? That's all she's realistically going to be able to do. Yeah, she's not not a good use of time. Her brilliant line of rumour has it, you guys shut the dress. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Smooth. The only way anyone would ever know is by standing there and watching for two and a half hours. Um, But let's talk about what Ross and Jill actually did on their date. Because this comes out the next morning, right? So Ross is like, I only shut the drapes. To show her my slides. Yeah, slides of my fossils. (laughs) Yeah, slides of my fossils. That is a shit date. Good innuendo, though. (laughs) (laughs) That is the worst date I've ever heard. Yeah, he's not not done well there, is he? In what world are you taking a girl back and going... Because that's his job. Do you know what I mean? It's not like... It's a cool hobby that she's also interested in. Yeah, but that's Ross, isn't it? She's famously not interested in... That. Also, I don't, th- I think, I don't think he's that stupid. I think they've made him more stupid in that episode. He's, he's not that bad with girls in the episodes that I've seen out of order. But <laughs> <laughs> even he wouldn't do that. I don't think. No, that that's what I mean. It feels like it feels too crowbar, doesn't it? It's yeah. like well, he convinces three people to marry him. So yeah, yeah he, this is he's true. not bad. Good he's with, okay. Good with women. Maybe the slides on the fossils is the thing that gets them all. Yeah, maybe. Girl- I've never, <laughs> I've never tried it. But, uh, well, yeah. maybe try it next time you have a date. Yeah. I haven't got any fossils, but... <laughs> haven't you got any fossils? And crucially, also have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, also so have a girlfriend. Probably won't be going on any first dates. I've got a projector, though. So. <laughs> there it is. So we're well on the way. So next time you're with your girlfriend on a night in, yeah. pop some fossils on this projector. Yeah. And blame how, you when it all goes wrong. See how she reacts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're agreed, are we, that uh, it's, it's fine that Rachel's a bit mad in this episode because you wouldn't want your ex-boyfriend dating your sister. No. Would. Yeah, she's she's... Like, that's valid, isn't it? But she, uh, yeah, she just doesn't try and hide it in any way. But fair enough. Yeah. And this, like, ties in. So this doesn't kind of resolve. Rachel bans Jill. Jill gets a bit mad and decides she's going to go, like, and just try and get off with Ross anyway Mm. in the apartment. Yeah, Rachel says to call it off. Yeah. And then Ross calls it off and Jill gets annoyed. Look how much I'm remembering. Astonishing astonishing run. Um, And then Rachel tells Jill that she called it off and then Jill gets annoyed. And then Jill tries to get with Ross to annoy Rachel. Yeah. And then breaks the projector. Maybe that's that. Maybe don't show fossils, mate. Break my projector. You don't want your girlfriend to break your projector. No. If she doesn't like it. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah. So but then Ross comes back over and is like, "Oh, I didn't want to know that anything couldn't happen with Rachel in the future." You know, it's kind of an emotional moment, but also if you really analyse it, a bit weird. Well, also why why did you even start that process if if it was going to mean you could never get with Rachel again? Right. He just, just don't like, get Jill over. Just don't date her sister no. in the first place. That's the problem here. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. I haven't thought about that. He's made. He's decided to go on a date with Rachel's sister. Yeah, and then when she's kissed him, she's gone, oh, I don't really want to do this in case it annoys Rachel, so we'll probably don't go on the date with her. Yeah, dates are famously not just, like, hanging out watching slides. Maybe that's what he thinks they are. <laughs> well, this kind of ties into the bit about Chandler can't cry, right? Because we'll talk about how the run-up to that, but how they resolve Chandler not crying... Is he breaks down when Ross and Rachel yeah. are having this like moment where Ross is like, I didn't kiss your sister because, you know, maybe we could be together in the future. And then Chandler just like cries. But also his crying is the worst fake crying ever. Yeah. Did There's you know- no, he doesn't cry. So yeah, it doesn't he, really solve it. He has like a weird face explosion, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the reason Chandler doesn't cry often is because Matthew Perry is terrible at pretending to cry. Well, do you know what? When you watch it back and I watched it back twice, you can see Courtney Cox laugh. 
when Matthew Perry starts to cry. Did you notice that? Like she's just <laughs> laughing at it. It's not like part of the, it can't be part of the episode. She's just laughing at how bad his fake crying is. That's is probably dreadful. been a joke in the pub, hasn't it? And then they've made an entire episode out of it because he's rubbish at fake crying. I wonder if that is <laughs> That's real. how stuff happens, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Right, so Chandler not being able to cry. This is the second plot. So they start by watching E.T. I cried in E.T. when I was a kid. Is that why that's the... Does yeah, everyone cry at E.T.? Well, I'm going to say something ridiculous. I've never... I don't think I've ever seen E.T. Really? Oh, Mate. I'm going to get on my high horse now because for the first time I've seen something that's, that <laughs> other people haven't seen. I, I feel like I probably have seen like all of it in different chunks because it's on telly and stuff. But I don't think I've ever sort of sat there and consciously watched it from start to finish. But I know it's, you know, little guy with a finger. I know who it is. <laughs> I know, the, I know the lad you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is weird, isn't it? Because they were sitting there watching a sad film. But I don't think E.T. is like the saddest film you would pick if you wanted like a proper weeper. What's sad in it when he goes home? Yeah. Yeah. Right. They make friends, he goes home. Yeah, there's loads sadder films, there's isn't there? There's loads sadder films. And in fact, friends have done an episode in the past about sad films. The Old Yellow one, do you remember that? Old Yellow, yeah, yeah. And here's, right, this is, you will not remember this. You're going to be blank-faced for the next 30 <laughs> seconds because this involves remembering... <laughs> Details from another episode, like four seasons Try earlier. So in the episode uh, where, uh, with Old Yeller, which is a sad film where the dog dies. A real film? Yeah, it's a real film. Right. And the premise of the episode is that Phoebe comes in and it, it transpires that Phoebe's mum always turned off sad films before the sad bit. So yeah. she thinks Old Yeller is a happy film. Cause I the, see, right. Her mum was like, oh, and the film's ended when there's a happy bit in the middle. Sure. Because she wanted to protect them, blah, blah, blah. In that episode... She also references that she's never seen the end of Bambi. She's like, oh, Bambi's a happy film as well. Oh, I see where you're going with this. And then in this episode that we've just watched, they're all talking about, oh, Bambi, Bambi, when Bambi's mum dies. And she goes, yeah, I cried for three days. Yeah. And on the third day, yeah. And on the third day, her mum killed herself. Yeah, correct. Yeah, spotted a flaw. Do we get points for that? (laughs) Email them. Write a strongly worded email immediately. Who's who's giving (laughs) points out? I don't know. <laughs> that is very well pieced together, Dave. I'm impressed. Even You're like by a detective. Standards. I'm a detective, but like there's a... no use to this investigation. Sitcom detective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, that is a there good... There was never a crime, but you've solved it. Maybe well, that should be our new podcast, The Sitcom <laughs> Detective. That's good, isn't it? I would listen to that. Yeah. I came up with it, so... Do you want to do it? Yeah. The problem is, you could be in The Sitcom Detective podcast, but you'd have to actually... I'll be like Sherlock's song. dog. I haven't seen Sherlock. <laughs> Does Sherlock have a dog? No, Sherlock doesn't have a dog. (laughs) Sherlock has a companion called Dr. Watson. Why have I got it in my head that Sherlock has a dog? (laughs) Is it the Hound of the... Are you thinking of the Hound of the Baskervilles, which is a Sherlock Oh, yeah, he deals with the dogs, doesn't he? Deals with the big dogs. Yeah. I swore he had a dog. Anyway. (laughs) I'm going to Google it. Yeah, this was the floppy ears one. That's just his hat. I'm Googling Sherlock Holmes' dog. Because I might be wrong, guys. There might be a dog. He has a dog. He does have a dog. He has a dog called Toby, who is only used on occasions, which I have some concerns for the welfare of that dog. It's only... (laughs) Where is he otherwise, then? Described by John Watson as an ugly, long-haired, flop-eared creature. Oh, yeah. Spaniel and half-lurch. Sherlock has oh, got a dog. Mate. Sherlock's got a dog. I take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute mess. Yeah, sitcom detectives. <laughs> that doesn't count as a case of the sitcom detectives. Overruled. Just... <laughs> um, all right, so we've, we've established that Sherlock has a dog. Important. Where were we? <laughs> oh, I forget. Um, Chandler and E.T. and Bambi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Chandler can't cry. E.T. doesn't cry, E.T. They all start taking the mick out of him, don't they? 
And then it moves on to the bit where he's... Um, oh, there's, an, there's a really good bit with Chandler, isn't there, where he's reading the book um, and he tries to push the book under the couch. Yeah, and it's mm. like... And no. the couch doesn't have a back. That yeah. really makes me laugh. Yeah, that's that. that that really good. good. But yeah, and so the weird bit of this plot is when Monica sits down and does like that list of hypothetical future events and she's like, yeah. if we have a baby... To and, try and make Chandler and cry. And you don't cry, mm. that's okay. And if we get married and you don't cry and if I die... And write you a note. And you don't cry. And it's really weird because she's supposed to be comforting him right and he's actually really comforted he's like oh i will stop worrying about this now uh-huh. this is obviously bothering him <laughs> and she's being like you know making him feel better about it and uh-huh. he's like oh thanks for that that is really good and at the end she basically just goes fuck you yeah you robot <laughs> you absolute like shambles of a human being that's dreadful <laughs> behavior <laughs> yeah that's not okay is it she absolutely flips but then it turns out that the only thing that Chandler needed to make cry was a minor argument between Ross and Rachel, which they then resolve. It's all very confusing, isn't it? It just doesn't feel like that's enough to make a man that's never apparently cried cry. She also, she also a little bit earlier says, "Oh, pictures from your childhood. This will get you going good." And she like goes and gets this book of photos specifically like to try and make him upset about quite harrowing details about his childhood. It transpires because obviously his family life was all over the place, but. She's specifically trying to make him deeply unhappy. Yeah, she's really trying to like find the worst bits of his life. It's not a good. It's not a good episode for Monica. No, she's not. She's not come off well. Rachel's not come off well because she seems absolutely crazy. So, not a good episode for Rachel. Not a good episode for Monica. Great episode for Phoebe. Hi, I'm Julia Rayside, and I'd like to invite you aboard my podcast. Always There is the only podcast to navigate through every single episode in order of the 1980s seafaring soap opera, Howard's Way. I mean, if we're talking lacquer, we need to go back to Polly, who's got 28 cans of Elmet. It was definitely um, yeah. feeling horrible that you hadn't done your homework. Yeah. Obviously, Lynn is immediately in a bikini. It's, it's a freezing day in, I'm guessing, February. I was going that swimming pool looks f***ing freezing. You don't have to love Howard's Way or even remember it. We're going to talk about it anyway, because I think it's brilliant. Jack still feels very much at sea. I can't help reaching for these puns. I'm so yeah, sorry. No, but it's important. He doesn't really acknowledge how grave... What his... an ocean of trouble Thank you. It is. This is why we got you on your there bloody you see. That's all I've got. I'm leaving now. Available from your usual podcast supplier. Find us on Twitter at AlwaysTherePod. Somebody's nicked my bloody boat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household. 
customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. This starts when, oh God, I've forgotten his name. Larry Joe Campbell. <laughs> the famous actor Larry Joe Campbell comes up to Phoebe in Central Park, right? Yeah. And he's like, I'm a big fan. Then Joey misunderstands and thinks he's a fan of him. Yeah. And then it turns out that Ursula, Phoebe's twin sister, has been doing porn, but using Phoebe's name. Correct. Which is just such a good plot. Like, that's just, that's such a good premise for an episode. It's a really good use of twins, isn't it? Yeah, also, so though, good. quite mad for, like, a really mainstream sitcom. There's a lot of porn, wanking, tissue sort yeah, of references. Yeah, there's a few curveful jokes in it, isn't it? Also, this is probably a thing that you definitely know if you're a super fan already, but the Phoebe Ursula thing, how do they do that? As in, how do they film it? Yeah. They just film... It's like when you watch it properly, it's really obvious. Is they, it? like, film from behind. Right, And it's, like, yeah. an obviously a different woman with blonde hair. Right, I see. The, okay, you know, the yeah. back of their head and all that. Okay. And then occasionally they're side-on and they've obviously just filmed it. You know, they just they just film one half of the scene, then the other half. And then superimpose it. Superimpose it. On right, okay, that's fine. That was annoying me for many years. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you also professionally make videos. Yeah. No, I can see how they can do that. But... Just checking. Just... <laughs> Uh, also, you're saying about the adult content in this um, in this episode. I feel like it's another occasion where we should point out that Joey swears. Does he? Does he? Yeah, it might not have been in your edits, but in my one on Netflix, he calls them all sick bastards for watching the porn. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. So whenever there's a swear word in Friends, because I'm like sort of conditioned to expect them to be the way I saw them on telly at like five o'clock in the evening, mm. swearing in Friends really like sets me off it, it's very jarring yeah it doesn't fit well that's kind of what i mean about this whole there's, there's quite a lot of adult references in friends but this is like a whole episode about porn there's like references of plunging items into dark holes and you know yeah, all of that sort. There's, episode, a, there's, there's, there's a lot of like you do not want to get your kids watching this too young yeah maybe that's why i never saw it maybe that episode never aired on telly don't know there is one i think we've mentioned this before but there was a porn based episode where joey and chandler um, get free porn get free porn and that wasn't shown on some channels yeah that is true Mm. you're quite right so joey and ross go and get the video they bring it back and they all want to sit down and watch it apart from joey weirdly i'd have thought he'd be definitely the character that would want to watch the film Mm. and he doesn't look until he realizes it's ursula yeah and then that's fine is this before or after he went on some dates with ursula after after. That's quite early, isn't it? Yeah, that's quite early on. That must be season three or something, I reckon, two oh, or three. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or even one. It might be really early on. Like Because that's when we first meet Ursula, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. it is season one, because that's what I was watching before I jumped five series to this episode. <laughs> By accident. Did you notice the continuity error? Anyone? Yeah, is it the E.T.? Is it E.T.? They're watching E.T. and then the next scene it's off. Right, twice it happens. So Does they're it? watching E.T. and then when Monica gets up to get the book of photos, TV's just off. Yeah. Which is fine, because theoretically they could have turned it off. But then when they're watching the porn film and it cuts to Joey, who's facing away, and they're all watching it, TV's off again. Is it? Yeah. See, that's not a hard continuity thing to fix. Just leave the TV on. Yeah. (laughs) Why would the TV be off? Yeah. Why would you ever shoot that scene with the TV off? Yeah, weird. Um, The best line in this whole episode for me, I think, is... So, because it ties the two plots really nicely together. Chandler can't cry. They're all trying to make him cry. And they come back with the porn film. But before they know it's a porn film, Chandler says, you've not got another film that's going to have us reaching for the tissues. Yes. Lou's joke. Yeah. Well done, everyone. <laughs> well done. Great line. Work. 
Great line. Ten points to everyone. <laughs> also, this episode makes it very clear that you had to really go out of your way to access porn in the 90s. Yeah, you had to go it's down to the adult video shop. The adult video go shop. Go to a shop and then browse. Oh, God. And it's kind of swept under the carpet, this bit, but <laughs> Ross was just in the porn shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with no connected reason, supposedly. <laughs> they like really make a, a point of the fact that he was there before Joey, and he like tries to explain it away, but Ross was just shopping for porn. Like, <laughs> on a Thursday afternoon yeah, or whatever. Yeah, no one seems to have frowned upon that. <laughs> They've just moved on. Yeah, and I know it's a different time now and, you know, the internet, and there's probably loads of people watching porn right now as we record on, like, lunchtime on a Wednesday, but... <laughs> Just, yeah, it feels like they've really thrown that reference away and just Ross is out buying porn. That's fine. I thought you were going to say there are probably lots of people watching porn while listening to this. And I was like, oh, no, it's <laughs> oh yeah. Quite, I mean, that feels... <laughs> it's probably plausible that someone somewhere has been watching porn while listening to this podcast. And that makes Do me... Reckon? Multitasking? I reckon. There's like, <laughs> the... It's impressive multitasking. I don't know. There must have... I don't odds... want to know. <laughs> just say something now. Say something now, which... In the unlikely event that that is happening, it will totally put them off. Nice willy. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's done it. That'll do it. Should we do the quiz? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, how do you feel about the quiz based on the fact that you struggle to remember some bits of just the general plot? I'm going to set in a barlow and then we'll all be uh, hopefully impressed if I get any points. Set the Gary Barlow. The bar was quite low last week, wasn't it? With yeah, John. John got zero out of his, uh, five last oh, week, good. John so, Holmes. So. Have you got a leaderboard? We, right. Uh, uh, hmm. Yes and no. No. Right, we okay. sort of leave it to uh, being a mental leaderboard, but we don't even make the effort to mentally note who's top of the leaderboard. When we started it, Pete wrote it on his hand for a couple of weeks. Cool, okay. Yeah. But then his uh, hand got too small for the number of people on the leaderboard. And he probably washed his hands, I hope. I imagine Pete. Yeah, of yeah. course, of yeah. course. So it's no longer there. I think I think we can remember the people that did well slash too well. I literally can't. So I think Simon Morgan stands out for me because he do you remember he got like all the marks oh, and then yeah. all the bonus questions and he could name everything they were all wearing or something like yeah he knew a lot of detail he knew it too well right okay and then I think John Holmes yeah you don't need to be, don't want to be winning the quiz do you <laughs> that's a bit what's poor. your message to Simon who won the quiz mate maybe watch some other ones right so the aim is for you to come second here Luke that's what we're trying yeah, to do that's what I'd don't like. win the quiz great attitudes okay. alike <laughs> uh, okay question one Rachel references someone that she is jealous of in this episode that we watched in this episode that we watched who is rachel jealous of oh it's of a princess that is half the answer but i can't tell you what princess but it's because she hasn't got her own castle but i don't know what the princess well it wasn't a princess i recognized at the time i don't think i princess caroline yeah who's that yeah so so princess caroline i googled princess caroline she a disney one uh, no, she is a real thing. She's, She's Grace uh, Kelly's daughter, isn't she? Monaco, I think it's Monaco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grace She's... Kelly from the Mika song Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly from the Mika song Grace Kelly and also all the films <laughs> Grace Kelly was in. Right. Yeah. But yeah, she's. Her, I think is that right? Did you Google her, Pete? Did you? Yeah, I googled that. Is yeah, she her uh, Princess Caroline. Uh, yeah, she is the um, the eldest child of the Prince of Monaco and American actress Grace Kelly. It does feel and... a weird person to reference doesn't it yeah it's oh hang on no sorry she's not monaco she was born in monaco but she's actually the oh god i don't know this is complicated um <laughs> oh yeah she's, a she's ch- a eldest child of the prince of monaco but she's the princess but of hanover now she's married to the prince of hanover Ugh. so also rubbish princess name princess Caroline. <laughs> yeah, it's not very princess fairy tale, is it? Yeah. yeah get a better one uh 
Did you get it right? You now you got half a mark there. Thank you. Uh, which we don't give half marks, so it's zero. Oh. <laughs> Pete, question two. Who does Rachel try to set her sister up with? Bob from work. We'll give you that. Yes, can you specify his department? Uh, yeah, HR. Yes! Correct! Yeah. Yes. I was listening. Astonishing. Bob from Human Resources. All right, question three. In your face, John Holmes. <laughs> question. <laughs> Name three of the four porn films that are name-checked in this film that Ursula has okay. starred in. Buffet, the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, nearly good. The Vampire... Slayer? Buffet, the Vampire... Killer. Layer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's all right. That's one. Your rules are very strange. Yeah. I didn't get that, but you gave me a point. I'll take it. <laughs> I was not giving you a point, um, yeah. Just not ruled you out of the question. No, I don't... Oh, can I remember any others? Uh, no. No, I don't think I can. Can you give me a clue? Oh, yeah. Well, why don't you try and guess the names based on the real films? Right, okay. So, Inspector Gadget... Inspect my gadgets. Inspect her gadgets. Inspect her gadgets. Oh, okay. Lawrence of Arabia. Lawrence of Arabia. Good. Which, originally, I thought that that was just because of the word lay, meaning, like, get laid. And then only today <laughs> did I realise that it's actually saying the word labia. Yeah, that's the rudest one, isn't it? It's all right, Pete. You're allowed to not know the word labia. Yeah, it's not my area of expertise. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the final one is, this is the one that they've really not tried on. Toy Story 2. I don't know that. Toy... Story, I don't know, no. Sex Toy Story 2. Yeah, <laughs> it's the easiest way of making right, that one yeah. work. They've just yeah. written the word sex in front of it. <laughs> there you go, solved. Great, done. Question four, what book is Chandler reading when Monica walks in on him? Chicken Soup of Life. <laughs> oh, sort of. Sort of. Chicken Soup is right, but it's not of life. It's more or less the same sort of message. <laughs> You were so confident. Chicken soup of life, 100%. It's it's chicken soup for the soul, right? <laughs> oh, okay. So close. Similar. Uh, which actually, Pete, is a, a shout out to another literature reference in Friends. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago, do you remember? Is it an actual book? Uh, yeah, yeah, actual real book. Is it? Yeah, and uh, I think that it was the one that Rachel actually mentioned uh, in her episode of the podcast when we were trying to name other books. So yeah, chicken uh, soup yeah, for the soul. Yeah. Uh, talking of that, actually, we've had uh, we had some correspondence this week, which I forgot to read out at the start. Classic podcast formatting. Well done, everyone. Do it in the middle of the quiz. <laughs> when do you read out your emails and texts? In the middle of the quiz. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alina messaged us this week, Pete, oh, yeah. uh, to flag up. And it was on well, the 15th trying. of May. And I'll be honest, I say she messaged us with some trivia, but she messaged us to be like, where's the bloody podcast this week, eh? I want a podcast episode because we didn't put that one out, remember? Yeah, last I week? feel like that's a fair question. A couple it was of weeks a bit ago. of a shambles, our organisation. Uh, but but yeah. then she also just went, uh, it's Monica and Chandler's anniversary today, May the 15th, when she messaged us. Is it? Also my mum's birthday. So. Is it? Yeah. That's good knowledge. And Frank's birthday is the same as Monica and Chandler's wedding. Correct. Great news. Do we get a point for that? Do you get a point for naming your own mother's birthday? Well, I'd say, <laughs> if it, in, in the case of a tiebreaker, you'll win it. But <laughs> yes. for the time being, let's say no point. Okay. Uh, and question five, and this is relevant. What date is this episode set on? How would I know that? There's a clue in it. Oh, no, there is. Yeah. 13th of uh, February. Uh, astonishing. Astonishing. Because yes, Ross is going to go on a date with Jill on Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yes, absolutely correct. Nice. You've got all of that. That's very impressive. That is nice. genuinely impressive considering the blank look on your face originally. You're like, I mean, that's stupid. Don't ask me that question. And you're like, no, I know it immediately. It's kind of weird that, A, they don't really make much of Valentine's Day in this episode. So and, it does go on to the next day. And B, no, no, because the episode's set on the 13th, isn't it? And then uh, I think yeah, it yeah. ends then. But also weird that like Ross would be going out with Rachel's sister on Valentine's Day. And it's just like, eh, 
they just sort of throw that away. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? That'd be a massive That'd be a big deal. deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you've got definitely two out of five. I mean, I feel I, like it was more. Well, it was two definites. Bob from Human Resources and the 13th of February, 100%. And then like yeah. two halves. So you got Princess, but not Caroline. So three, then. And you got Chicken Soup, so that's three, but not yeah. the soul. Three. All right, we'll give you a three. Yeah. We'll give you a three out of five. That puts cool. you smack bang in the middle, mate. Mid-table. Mid-table. I'll take it. Feel not going up, there. not going down. Not, Great. Not a champion, not getting relegated. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just hover around in the middle. Yeah, absolutely thumb. I just didn't say a word then, did I? You said absolutely thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely thumb. See you next week. Uh, well, you'll know if you've listened to the previous episodes. That's our catchphrase that means it's the end of the show. Absolutely thumb. Uh, thanks, Luke Franks. Thanks very much, Dave Crabbe and Pete Allenson. That was a real treat. That was fun. A pleasure to have you on, Luke. Thank you. We shall be back post-haste next week with more friends-based f- d- chatting. Absolutely thumb. <laughs> Hello, we're still here. Just uh, hi. Just doing. Th- this is the bit where we used to say what was coming next week, but we never know now because we don't record them enough in time. So yeah, we've caught up on ourselves, haven't we? Yeah, it's more just become a sort of uh, like like a sort of format point that doesn't really have a point anymore. So we just keep just talking. Just a debrief. Yeah, it's just yeah. a debrief. That was nice. Maybe this is where we should put the correspondence rather than me putting it in the middle of the quiz. That would make yes, loads more sense, point. wouldn't it? So from now on, imagine that I had just read out Alina's message in here, and all. But the- Dave. Yeah. To mention correspondence, people need to know how to correspond. That is true, Pete. Where might they find us on the social media grams? People can find us on Twitter. We are friends WF, friends with friends uh, on Twitter. And that's the only way of contacting us, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Sounded like you were going to be like, and on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, I was just about to mention Instagram. I was like, oh no, we don't don't have one. I can read out your numbers if you want. (laughs) No, no thanks, mate. <laughs> I've got them. I mean, yeah. I've got them right here. I've got them as well, but I'm not going to read them out. Right, okay. But thanks very much. Uh, you can you can follow Just us on Twitter us, as well, at Dave Crib yeah. and at Pete underscore Allison. And Luke, what's yeah. your one? Um, my Twitter, yeah. at Luke underscore Franks. Yeah, if you want my name. the views of a man who sort of watches Friends. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back uh, next week and we'll pop it on the Twitter when we know what the episode is. Lovely times. All the best. Goodbye. Step onto the legendary clay court of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like... Wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. 
Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.